Good evening, everyone. This is Tala with Drive Through Therapy. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight on another episode. And as always, I'm grateful for your support. I am here tonight to get started on a topic that I think, shoot, I don't know why it took me a while to get to this because it's really the basis of my job, not only my job, but really what I, I think what I naturally came to do or brought out within myself. And I'll tell you what it is. And uh, it is to how to enjoy people. Now, if you want to learn how to enjoy people a little bit more, there's some stuff that go into it. It's not complex, but it requires some work. And uh, because I earn a living off of truly, truly enjoying people. Trust me, when a person knows that they're not being enjoyed, they can feel it. They'll know it right away and they won't be able to return to continue the treatment. And let me just tell you, I really had to learn that. I really had to learn how to do that from the bottom of my heart, how to enjoy somebody. Because I promise people know, they feel it when they're not being enjoyed or when they're perceived to be a burden or something, or they're being judged or what have you. They know it. So I want to make sure that I give you the little trip tricks of the trade that I've learned, but not only that, but things that can help you out, you know, for the long term to truly, truly enjoy people, you know, from the bottom of your heart. I'm not talking about faking it. I'm talking about the real thing, you know, uh, not the mask we put on every day. I cannot say enough about this topic. So let's get started. So I basically don't go off on tangents. All right. The first thing I want to say when it comes to understanding people understanding yourself in in the presence of other individuals the first thing we have to really recognize is that you're a thinking feeling human being a physical body that is separate from another physical body that's also thinking and feeling now you might say tala this is obvious why are you pointing this out is because we forget about it we f- really forget this issue because what we start doing as we are looking outside our bodies and coming up with opinions, we're actually perceiving this to be a reality. We really think we're right about whatever it is that we're coming up with on the inside of us. So I want you to take responsibility. That's kind of the first step, if there is a step here, to take responsibility for your own thinking as you are looking at anything, whether it's a human being, an object, whatever, you are thinking something when you are looking at it. It is your thoughts that is building the perspective of whatever it is that you're looking at, whether it's a person, an object, etc. Okay. So once we understand the thought patterns, because our thoughts are just patterns, we, we recycle the same things over and over again, we think the same way about people. And this, my friends, is not born overnight. We definitely take years in the making of coming up with what we usually think when we're around people. It is not something that we just kind of come up with organically <laughs> and it's just spontaneous. And when I, when I first meet someone, no, 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 you really have to account that you are already developing certain opinions and thoughts about this person. We all do it. We all do it, but a lot of us are not aware that we're doing it and we perceive it to be reality. Like they're giving us this information, not that we're coming up with it. Do you get what I'm saying? Okay. So you got to figure out what it is that you may think about when it comes to general patterns of thinking. Do you often perceive distrust? Do you, are you suspicious of others? Uh, Do you think certain ways about men 
uh, and characteristics about men or do you think certain ways about women what do you possibly perceive about women and men that could be a pattern for you to see or look for do you have issues with authority bosses supervisors people that you think are uh, telling you what to do for example it could be a police officer it could be uh, somebody in a I don't know anything that you might perceive as an authority do you have certain thought processes that, you know, kind of come up when you perceive an authority. Uh, let's see. Do you have a need to be right in situations? Do you perceive that people are not listening to you? Uh, if you don't, if they don't agree with you, uh, what else? I mean, those patterns are going to be so subtle, but they're there. I promise you think the same way every time you are in the presence of people. Now, of course, this will change depending on just whatever you're, you're seeing or you're meeting or your mood or whatever the case is, or your conditioning for that matter. But you have to be aware of it. You're responsible for it. Being responsible for it is actually the, the primary thing we got to do because if you're not consciously aware of those patterns that you are imposing on people, uh, then you can't stop them or at least stopping them. When I say stopping them, I don't mean you're stopping a thought. I mean, you're becoming aware of it. So your response start to become different. Then it becomes a choice was once you're aware of it, right? But if you're subconsciously running these thoughts, you're really believing your own truths that as you're looking out, at someone and coming up with judgments, you know, this will never change. You'll just keep re responding the same way. And you might, you know, depending on your pattern, you might push people away or bring them closer, whatever the case is. But I want to make sure that the first thing we got to do to enjoying people is to recognize our own patterns because we really need to keep track of them. We cannot keep track of them if we keep justifying keeping them. I hope that makes sense so far. <laughs> I'm going pretty fast on this. I don't know if, but I think you'll let me know if this is too fast. So let's keep going. Now, the next part, once we take responsibility for our thinking pattern, we kind of know what it is and we start really becoming honest with ourselves about how we think and that we are responsible for our thinking. We definitely have to start learning about ourselves, investigating about ourselves how we size up someone. <laughs> now, what I mean by sizing up, I don't mean like it's always going to be a, a nasty thing. No, uh, we naturally come up with a criteria within our, our brain that we try to fit people in. I promise you, I promise you that the average person who's not consciously aware is really trying to fit people in their own criteria with whatever they've conditioned within their themselves, whatever they've been reinforcing for years. So basically, if, for example, I often have a distrusting way of looking at men, then I'm going to try to fit men in this criteria. So I will actually selectively start seeing what I want to see about them. Not really reality, not not clear, well, not with clarity, but really what I want to see about this person. And so... I will interpret whatever their behaviors are to, to suit my own criteria that I've been conditioning that, for example, men are not to be trusted. And so I will uh, basically come up with this conclusion with whatever conclusion I want <laughs> and not see the person in front of me. So at that point, I really can't enjoy people because I'm sizing them up. But not only do I size them up, I size them up to fit into my own little criteria 
boxes that I've made that I want to fit people in. And I just want to put them in this box and put them in this box. And I put people in boxes, you know, I put women in this box and I put men in this box. I put authority in this box. I put coworkers in this box, whatever the hell is, is, is happening here. That's what we do. Uh, I remember one example, there was, I see this often actually, and people are, I don't know why, why women see that, but especially when I hear women saying, you know, at work, I don't trust women. I usually have male friends and male coworkers because I just don't trust women. Now that statement, unfortunately, if you're saying that shit out loud, doesn't mean much about women. It means a lot about you as a person making that statement because that is your reality. That is the box, the criteria that you've made up and you will selectively see women in that way. So the, again, if I'm putting people in boxes, I can't really enjoy them, really who they are authentically, their differences, and I will make them whatever the heck I want to make them. So if I have a criteria on the inside that's pretty nasty, I will turn people into a threat rather than into a resource, into something that I can enjoy. Oh no, oh no. It's it's pretty, man, it's pretty subtle and it's very cunning the way this happens, but it, it does happen. We, if you're finding yourself not enjoying people, really, you got to think automatically, how do you size them up? Where, where do you put them? Which categories have you made up for each type of individual that you try to fit them in, right? You really got to think that out. Really explore is the next step I want you to, to think about. Really explore what is threatening about people. I've heard people that consistently say, oh, I meet, I always meet you know, people that are not good, they're, you know, that that they want to start fights with me, blah, 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 blah. And this is the thing you mean to tell me all day long, I meet really, you know, aggressive people that want to start fights with me. Like, where am I? Am I in prison? Like what, what am I? But people actually say this out loud and they think that they, this is a reality. So how do we get to a point where we are in the presence of another human being and all this is happening to us. Well, there are two things that we actually do that you're not aware of. And then once you know that you're doing those two things, I need you to stop them. <laughs> wow, Tala, you're really bossy tonight. Oh yes, I'm bossy. Okay. The first one is I want you to stop thinking about what people are thinking about. <laughs> really be aware that you're doing it. When I'm around another person and I'm not enjoying them, I'm probably thinking about what they could possibly be thinking about, could be judging me on. And mind you, I am a psychic and I believe that I'm right. Like this is how crazy this gets at times is that the average person really doesn't know that they're doing this so subtly. They're really like, I know what this person's thinking and I know what this person is feeling, right? And we really believe it. You know, I, I know. I've heard it so many times. You guys, we are not that good. The fact that we have empathy, it's a wonderful thing. But do not mistake empathy for psychic abilities because you will be greatly disappointed. And it really means a lot about you and whatever you're coming up with, not about the person you're looking at. Again, you are two separate bodies. And the fact that you're coming up with all this, you really know what they're thinking and what they're feeling. And you can, I'm an empath, blah, blah, blah. Listen, <laughs> uh, I'm, I love that you have empathy, uh, but it, it doesn't mean by any means that I'm correct about how a person is thinking at this time or feeling. 
Now, the next thing that we do, and I really had to put it in a separate category because it almost resembles the first one I just talked about, and, and that is, I definitely want you to watch out from believing that you know somebody's intentions. Mm-hmm. Yep, that one. Oh, I, I know that they don't mean good. And we come up with like little things that we say that we really believe about how a person's intentions are, and we judge them right away. We, we think they're not, they don't really mean well. Uh, they're not to be trusted. We look at them suspiciously and we actually think they're the problem. Again, um, I can't enjoy people that way. If you're looking at someone suspiciously and this happens a lot, <laughs> trust me, you are the common denominator at what you're looking at. You are the one perceiving your life. And so you definitely need to be aware of that little paranoia we've got is that everybody is just, it's, they're out to get me. And even if you're not saying everybody's out to get me, if you're thinking the majority of people are out to get you, that's still way, <laughs> you're, you're like, you know, sur- survival of the fittest mode. You're, you're, you're out there living life rough. And I want you to start enjoying people. Gosh, I could do a separate episode on just the benefits of enjoying people. I'm telling you, I earn a living off of it. But what's really great about it is I interact with people every day, whether it's my family, friends, coworkers, and customers, patients, whatever. Uh, all those people really, my involvement with them eventually either can become a burden and it adds up and I get exhausted and I get stressed and I, it turns into a heart attack, high blood pressure, or I can live an easy life where I really enjoy people because I stop doing all the stuff that I've been doing in my head when I'm in the presence of another person. So again, please check your intentions before you check other people's intentions. I don't want us to be getting situations where I'm not checking myself and I'm just, I'm so darn accurate at telling, I know how people's going to act. I'm such a predictor of behaviors and blah. I know this person's going to act this way. And you think all these statements mean that you somehow have some special ability, but all it is, is just the baggage, the conditioning that you've either collected through the years and reinforced it's not really about the people you're talking about. Okay. So start taking responsibility because once you do that, what ends up happening? And trust me, it is a wonderful thing. My mind starts to quiet down when I'm around people, not get louder. So I really start hearing what people are actually saying rather rather than what I think they're saying. This becomes fun. I can be anywhere and be okay with silence. I mean, especially when I'm around people because I'm not doing the most in my head and trying to fill in the space. No, I'm allowing people to fill in that space themselves. I have enough space on the inside of me because it's so damn quiet that people are allowed to behave whatever way they want to behave. And to, and that in a lot of ways tells me about who they really are, right? So I don't get disappointed. I don't say things like, oh, I, I trusted this person and I shouldn't have trusted him and because I knew all this is wrong. When when you see people the way I'm talking about here quietly on the inside of you and you allow people to show you who they are, you'll never get the wrong message. You always get, you know, whatever red flags, you'll see them and you won't justify them. You'll be able to enjoy people at whatever level, whether it's superficial or with depth and substance, you'll be able to deal with people on all levels. Because 
uh, and enjoy them because it's kind of like you're meeting people where they're at and you're really listening to what they're saying and, and finding commonalities with you. Uh, and finding things of interest, even if you don't find them in, com- uh, in common with you, you can really ask questions because you're interested in them and you want to get to know them, not already have a lot of stuff in your head about them and think you really know them already. You don't need to get to know them anymore. <laughs> and then take away whatever it is that they're saying, you know, on your, on the first time you meet them and make it into whatever you want it, want it to be. And we do this so often, my friends, so often, but we blame other people for this habit that we've got. So that's how you really want to enjoy people. But as you noticed in me talking about this, this requires a lot of inner work, a lot of conscious awareness of the patterns that I constantly and consistently do. It's the same shit over and over again that I do when I'm around people. And, uh, we're not special. We, we love habits. We're creatures of habits, they say. And that's very true. Uh, we gotta be aware of that. We gotta be aware of those habits and we can change them once we are consciously aware of them. But if they continue to play out subconsciously, that those habits will only strengthen and will act on them and will push people away depending on the habits you got in there. Okay. So let's clean that mess up <laughs> for all of us, friends, for all of us. Okay. So the next, actually the last thing, well, let me see. What do I have in my card? Okay. Now, the final thing I want to say about this topic is that I want you to stay away from most people are either good or most people are either bad. Any, most of anything is going to disappoint you. Okay. Uh, people are not all good and not all bad. And that's good to always know that we are a variety of different human characteristics. And we range, friends, because we come from baggage. We come from um, suffering at times. We come from pain at times. But we also come from good times. And we understand humanity in general. Some of us block off our own humanity to survive. And so through the years, I'll probably meet people that are very maybe cold or detached or not compassionate, but I know that they've come this far and detaching from people to prevent themselves from more suffering and more hurt and more pain. So whenever I meet a person that's just really aggressive, really cruel or detached, I always think there's that's also human because they've done this to not get hurt again. Whatever they decided to do to build up this person or personality or encourage it, it's to defend themselves. Okay. It's neither good nor bad, but it will definitely push people away. And I feel nothing but compassion for individuals like that. Now, if I think all people are good, I'm going to be disappointed because then I'm imposing my intentions on them. Again, here goes me. Here goes I. Here goes we imposing our, our intentions on people when they're not, they didn't ask us to. So I like, Again, going back to giving people a blank slate, they, a blank slate meaning I am so well aware of my patterns that I will not confuse my nonsense with what they're actually doing. Okay. And I have to practice this, separating my interpretations of what they're actually saying and what they're actually doing. So because of my common interpretations, uh, they could cause me problems. I, I'm just seeing people today as they are with clarity 
knowing damn well that I will still have nasty thoughts, but I know that they're not real. I know they just come from my past. I hope that makes sense. Like I'm saying it in different ways. So this way you, it really kicks in into that brain. And I know that I'm the queen of repetition, but I promise you, your brain loves it. And at the same time, it's annoying because you'll finish my sentences for me. <laughs> and that's still good too. That's actually really good training and rehearsal for you. Okay. Um, let's see. Okay. I think that we've got everything here. People are not all good, all bad. We take people as they are. They, they actually show us who they are. And so we're going to allow them today. And from that, we enjoy people a lot more at every level, at every situation, wherever you're at, because you'll truly be curious about them for the first time. I won't be imposing anything on this person because I'm really curious about this person and I want to get to know them. And nobody, and I mean nobody out there, will reject you if you really enjoy them. It's it's hard to reject you, you know, when you're truly excited about them and you're genuine about about it it's it's the it's disarming in so many ways and um it's a benefit of getting to enjoy people and you also get to connect with them which is oh, a wonderful benefit you definitely don't need to keep people but you get to enjoy them and it never feels lonely never feels lonely thank you guys so much for joining me tonight i'm sending you love and light and the ultimate compassion to meet people where they're at this has been an episode of Drive Through.